I was telling you that Hinduism is actually to be called as Vedic religion because it is based on the Vedas. The Vedas are the revealed divine truths. The meaning of the word Veda according to this because this is a Sanskrit word this means knowledge. The Hindu sages who got this divine truths considered them to be so sacred they preserved them in their memory and taught them to their students through oral instruction. Who were these uh, uh, sages? They were some experienced and fortunate type of people in that early Aryan society who had experienced these super sensuous divine truths acquired through the practice of celibacy. And celibacy is a sort of conservation of energy and these sages had the capacity to conserve this energy and keep the divine truths in their memory for quite some time. There were many Aryan tribes at that time but the tribe of people who had this type of a fortunate uh, uh, capacity uh, to keep the things in their memory were all known as sages. They used to be called uh, rishis or uh, seers uh, because they had seen uh, those truths uh, with their uh, purified minds. A sage or a saint uh, therefore is one who has directly experienced God in his lifetime. So a person may be possessing noble virtues and engage in doing good deeds but that type of a person need not necessarily be a saint. A saint should have some special capacity to keep things in their memory and pass it on to the next generation. These uh, divine uh, truths were heard and not read. So they were learned by hearing and not by reading. Since they are, uh, they are uh, learned by means of uh, hearing, uh, therefore they are known as Shruti. So Shruti means literally, it means hearing. The Vedas are known as actually Shruti. Most of these uh, divine, divine uh, truths were all in the form of aphorisms or poetry or some sort of a prose and they were dispersed in various types of oral communication. So in course of time there was a need to collect and compile these Vedic truths. A sage by name Krishna Dvaipayana Vyasa collected them from different sources and recorded them and split them into four parts known as Rigveda, Yajurveda, Samaveda and Atharvaveda. Now the question arises as to what are these super sensuous truths which are contained in the Vedas. 
the veda give answers and analyzes them analyzes the various uh, types of questions like where did the universe come from what is this universe how did it came into being is there a creator of this universe if he is a creator then what type of a person he is if it is not created then how is it came into being who are we people how is it that we are born why is it that we die do we exist after death these are all the various types of questions which have challenged the human mind since long and the vedas analyzes them in a particular way and gives answers to these various types of questions now hinduism as it is called now is based on this truths contained in the vedas as i told you earlier the vedas have four parts rigveda ajurveda samaveda and atharvaveda each of these works consists of two sections one is samhita and brahmana samhita contains hymns and brahmana explains those hymns and instructs how and when to use them the vedas again can be divided into two broad categories the karma kanda and the jnana kanda the earlier portions of the vedas are known as karma kandas and the latter portion is known as the jnana kanda karma kanda means karma means action jnana means knowledge so the karma kanda tells about the action to be performed and jnana kanda is the place where the knowledge part of it about the world the universe the human being everything has been dealt with this jnana kanda is known as the upanishads the upanishads are also called as vedanta because they are coming at the end of the vedas there are a number of upanishads it is stated that there are 108 upanishads available today but the most popular among them are the kena upanishad kato upanishad mundaka upanishad taittiriya upanishad chandogya upanishad brahadaranya upanishad etc entire hindu scriptures can be broadly divided again into two categories one is the smriti and another is the shruti shruti as i already mentioned are the vedas and the smritis are those which are axillary works uh, connected with the vedas and they are not things which are passed through oral communication but most of them have been written in many places so the broadly they are known as smriti and shruti and then the third category are the puranas as i mentioned earlier where it is explained through various parables and stories the two great epics the ramayana and the mahabharata were known as itihasas 
and they contain many scriptural teaching side by side with the stories of the various aryan clans and dynasties they are extremely rich in uh, literary treasures and uh, mythological content the most important message of the vedas is that everything and every being is divine there are four very important statements in the vedas and they are called as mahavakyas or great sentences one is aham brahmasmi another one is tat tomasi the third one is ayam atma brahma the fourth one is prajnanam brahma the meaning of this mahavakyas broadly speaking is that i am the brahman that is god you are that brahman that is god this indwelling self in every individual is brahman and the supreme knowledge is brahman so everything is brahman in this world that is the basic idea contained in the vedas of course there are various interpretations and uh, a lot of uh, uh, further big philosophical masters have come and explained various meaning for all these uh, things but basically this says that everything in this universe is brahman well i am not going to uh, go deeper into the philosophy contained in the upanishads we can talk about them whenever there is a, a need but basically i will talk about certain forms of uh, the 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 way in which uh, the hinduism is being practiced the puranas and uh, the other uh, uh, temples and other issues uh, in the uh, incoming i mean uh, the coming episodes